Previously on Tob Radio. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Listen, bacon's been around forever. You never have a meatball sub where the bread doesn't get all soggy from either the meat or the balls. This week on Tob Radio. He had a nice uh, polo shirt on and some jean shorts. Boy me, mate. You got only 3.0 on a snickometer. If you can't <laughs> be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. So sit back, crack open a cold one, and get ready for a little bit of this, a little bit. the old boys. All right, we're the old boys. Welcome to this week's Tob Radio. I'm Guido along with Scoot. Hello. And Johnson, insert witty exclamation here. <laughs> you're gonna, we're gonna have to, you, we're gonna have to come up with a writer. You need a writer. We I need do. to hire a writing staff. I never you. know what to say on the intro. Oh man! So, uh, so you guys, you guys, uh, guys, ready? College football season starts here pretty soon. Yeah, thank goodness. Uh, you know, we've got we're in the middle of NFL preseason right now. College football doesn't have anything happening like where you can watch games right now. It's it's a lot of practices and then watching coaches talk at a podium, I feel like, and like then really bad cell phone video of players like in the <laughs> locker room. Never and, in landscape. Do yeah, you no, notice that? No, they're never can in landscape. Can we just can we, not put it in landscape it's at least? 2019. For me? Can yeah. the reporters not learn? Come but uh, you know what we have gotten to watch a little bit lately is some NCAA basketball has kind of been happening. Yeah. We're in the middle of, or actually kind of at the end of the, the, and I don't remember this being a thing until the last couple of years, the foreign tours where these, all these major uh, colleges, every college now is going on a, a foreign tour of some sort and playing teams from another country. So they go on these, uh, so pretty much every team went on tours. They go on these 10 day tours. You had like. Arc, you know, they most of them go to like Spain, Idaho went on a tour. They went to China, you know, K State went to Italy and Switzerland. Mm-hmm. So they go to all of these, you know, pretty uh, pretty cool places for these kids to get to see. The the yeah, rule, I is, mean, that would be awesome when you're in college. That'd be great. And and I guess the rule is is that you have to have either had a year at the institution that you're at, or had at least three hours of credit from another institution. Uh, to be able to do it like so that's why i think some of the freshmen don't go because maybe they don't have the credits or they're in the middle of getting summer credits or whatever oh i actually didn't know that so that's the rule that's the rule that's so you have eligibility eligibility rule? rule there's an eligibility rule yeah, yeah okay so, i honestly um, didn't know that but so it was so this company called flow sports was the company that did all of the play-by-play videos of them and I didn't realize this until I was listening to somebody else the other day because you watch the and they were doing play by play and they weren't saying they were like I specifically I watched them a West Virginia play what whatever you know team they were playing in Spain. Oh, so you did catch some of the live. I caught live some of the live. Okay. Yeah. Hilarious though. So like I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, they really sent like people over there to call play by play for this game. But you don't see any play by play announcers anywhere. They're just video of it. But the guy's like, oh, it's a beautiful day here in Spain. It's we were outside and it was 75 degrees. and It's wonderful. No, they're in a studio. Yeah. 
That's like in Burbank. Oh, <laughs> um, they're just watching like a stream or they're something? They're just watching a stream. And, and announcing play play. the stream. Oh, but God. they're pretending they're faking it like they were in Oddly enough, well, Spain. It's kind of ge- kind of genius, actually. It's, and it's fairly common practice. Um, I have a little bit of background in a uh, large television uh, industry, sports industry anyway. Oh, do you? Um, do you do. Really? Yeah, and you've worked it. Uh, so what you're saying is you you've were, worked, uh, you've worked you in a place that has an acronym and about sports and networks and stuff. So Correct. how how long were you on the Ocho? Uh, I was <laughs> I was not on on the Ocho. However, um, they have booths in the United States where it's you're watching the you're watching this game on a live stream, and you're calling the game. A lot of times it was soccer. Um, and, and sometimes I think a lot of the, I want to say international type sports. So like soccer, tennis, sports like that, there were two announcers in a booth, uh, in the United States calling a game that was being played in you know, Central America or South America or Europe. Well, right? I mean, I guess that makes sense if you're just given color play by play. I mean, there's nothing stopping you, I guess, from doing that remotely. It just didn't occur to me that that was a thing. <laughs> like a I, I will say this. I, I mean, I, I've done also, I, I personally have done some like play by play announcing for high school football games on the radio. Right. It, it would be really tough to not get a feel for what's going on in the in the arena or in the stadium when you're doing it in a booth, you know, a couple thousand miles away from what, you know, you're at the mercy of whoever's directing the cameraman. Well, I will say I will say at well, this yeah, ev- at, at these events uh, that wasn't a problem because I think all of the games that I at least caught a few minutes of or saw highlights of, they looked like there were maybe 12 people tops yeah the, i know the facilities that the highlights i saw it was just almost looked like open gym yeah you know, it was like, like open there gym. really there weren't really any people there at all so i i still have yet to wrap my head around what these teams are that they're playing because they're like they're not professional they're not like you know professional teams from spain or from europe they're i, I almost think it's like a pickup team they play like but I they're think, referring to them as all-stars they call I them all stars. I think that like the European system of things, they do everything like through a club. So you're like a member of a club. And I think what they're doing is they're probably taking like the best players from their local club and putting them up against these college teams. Yeah, okay. So each town has like a like Valencia has a club. And so, then they take the best players in the Valencia club. So, again, I'll go back to West Virginia because that was a specific game I watched Sunday, this past Sunday. West Virginia finished off their tour 3-0 and in Spain by beating the Barcelona All-Stars, all right? Yeah. So, if, if you had watched this game, it was hilarious because, first of all, let's start with the fact that the, the team that they were playing, half the guys didn't have matching uniforms. So, you had, like... West Virginia, who had their white travel, like, whatever uniforms they were wearing for the tour. And then the other team, Barcelona All-Stars. Like, it was like like a couple of guys went and got uniforms out of, like, one place. And then there were uniforms from another. It was kind of funny. Well, and then the other thing. Two guys had the same number. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the other thing that caught my attention, too, is the, the recap I read of the final game. The recap was essentially the sports writer saying, 
uh, WVU won handily because the other team did not really have any tall players is what <laughs> is what it amounted to. And I thought, well, you think that would be kind of a that'd be kind of a big deal for a basketball team, but it essentially said that I think Culver and Route had like forty points apiece. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. in yeah, the right. in the reason in the article I read was. Um, yeah, they didn't have any tall people on the other team was pretty much the summary. So let me I've, ask you guys this. What do you think the benefit is? Is there a benefit? I uh, think the – I well, go ahead, no. Guido. I don't think there – I mean, I, do I think there's a benefit? Yeah, I think there's a benefit for the guy, the team, getting the play together. In in in, in the world of West Virginia, it, it's good because these are kids that haven't really played together because since it's like a rebuild, all new, fresh faces for the most part. Well, and I, I agree. I was going to say, too, that I think the benefit is almost not even on the basketball court. I think the benefit is just – you're together as a group, you're traveling, you're bonding, you know, you're probably like guys getting to know each other that maybe are brand new to the team, you know, getting to know coaches, getting to know the rhythm of traveling. Like you might travel during the season. I, to be honest with, I mean, the basketball is good that you get to play together and you're on the court together for a little bit more than just practice preseason practice. But I almost feel like they do that stuff to almost try to get guys to bond and gel. Well, here's here's the thing to me. Uh, I think that you know it's it's probably a way to get these kids on campus early to be focused on you know getting back in the groove of basketball. And I think that you see, I don't even like. I are we talk about this again. Like I don't know. There's a down period that we're coming up on, but like I don't remember talking about college basketball until like mid-November at the earliest, you know, whatever they had, whatever the midnight madness stuff that would happen, I think in October. And then you would have, you know, the, it would all start to kick in, in in November, but yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. I agree. It's, it's the middle of August now. And we're talking about you college were straight, basketball. you were straight football. And then you were kind of reminded, Oh yeah, cool. Basketball is starting, but it was never summertime discussion, but here's, the, here's the kicker. And I wish I've been, I'm, I wish I could find a picture to send you guys of that game in Barcelona. The the best part about that game that, that they played the Barcelona All-Stars was the coach dressed exactly like how Scooty dresses when he coaches. The, the coach for the Barcelona All-Stars was on the sideline. He had a nice uh, polo shirt on and some jean shorts. He was sporting the <laughs> jean shorts, which I know Scoot loves. He feels I like that's very... Shorts. I thought you were going to go cargos. No, what he I thought was you were going to say. Rocking the jean shorts on the sidelines uh, while he was Listen, coaching. I, I, I have a little side note. Coached some basketball in my day. Coached a little bit of uh, middle school basketball and freshman basketball. And I have lost to some characters in some crazy questionable outfits. I lost to a guy wearing a bucket hat with one side flipped up. He coached in that. Yeah. This is in a like school sanctioned event. He coached in that. I lost to a guy in a bowling shirt. I lost to a guy wearing flip flops. <laughs> In a bowling shirt. I've lost to some questionable outfits. Now, what level are we talking about here? Middle school. We're, middle school. Middle school. So, what? How would you dress as a coach? For I mean, for are you me, wearing the slacks and the in the in the nice yeah, penny loafers, I'm, or what I'm, are you wearing? I'm wearing um, well, suit. In the beginning, suit. when I first started <laughs> coaching, I was kind of like I was kind of like Huggins. He's out. He's out I there was, like patino. I was shirt and tie in the beginning. And then I started to, mm. as I got older, I started to loosen up and I went straight uh, polo <laughs> shirt, maybe the khakis and, and, a, and a pair of sneakers. Um, I've been known to wear the sweater vest. 
<laughs> I have been known to wear and a mock turtle. I'll wear a mock turtle on occasion. <laughs> mock turtle name. Yeah. <laughs> You're rolling in there like Larry Appleton. That goes I, in Larry Appleton. <laughs> I miss the days that you you need to get back into coaching just so we can see some of these outfits. Just the <laughs> outfits. Yeah, we need some throwback. We need some throwback Thursday photos of we you do, coaching. We do. You we know do what I'll do? Listen, hashtag we start, turtleneck. We start putting our uh, video of our podcasts out. I'll start dressing in my coaching outfits. All right. That's a All deal. Right. That's, That's a deal. Right. I like it. We'll, we'll, we'll we do a we do a video podcast. Uh, we'll uh, we'll have we'll all, we'll all dress up. Johnson dresses up every week, though. He is. He's always well. That's a byproduct comes... of working too many hours. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I just think these uh, foreign trips are were, were interesting uh, to see, and it just how about it's kind of with the weird ball? When you, yeah, like, apparently, play... when you play in Europe, you have to play with this ridiculous looking ball that looks kind of like something out of Star Wars. Hey, I mean, when in Rome. I mean, were, it's orange. They, it's got some weird white stripes were, on it. Were they play? And they were. Uh, were they playing international? Like, were they playing European uh, basketball rules? Like, what? what they weren't playing. They it wasn't a trapezoid. NC, that wasn't I don't NCAA. know. That's a fair I don't question. know either. I, I don't know. I didn't pay. I didn't pay attention to the court itself. I didn't see if the lane was like the wider, the it wider looked, block or the not. baskets looked as if they were throwing the ball into what looked like a frisbee golf chain. Thing. <laughs> what? Right. They did you, not. Remember the the street basketball hoops with the chain in them? Um, <laughs> no, and you know what's funny about it to me? Like again, the game I watched with Bob Huggins is that uh, you know they're playing. The, obviously, the officials are are Spanish, horrific, and oh. they were ter- they were ter- they were terrible officials. And Huggins is yelling at him, and I'm thinking. Man, this this guy doesn't know two words Huggins is saying to him. He's yelling at him in, in English, and there's no way this guy, this Spanish uh, referee, knows what Huggins so is saying. So, do you think, like, if you go to like you go to Spain, do you think maybe if you're the coach, you start learning up, you know, some some words like uh, walk, what a walk is in Spanish, or um, you know, obviously foul or or something like that. You start learning some of those words so that when maybe. you yell them. You know these so. words, right, Scoot? You know Fat. you're familiar with these these words, right? A little bit, a little bit. Scoot, you brushed are up you on your. To, are you trying to get me to say it? Spanish words? I mean, maybe. Can you say uh, "foul" in? Uh, I just French? feel. I just feel like you should share uh, your knowledge. I, I foul. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you would say it in French. I feel like you say you. Oh, you're dun, like go to setun foul. <laughs> Do you think Hugs was on the sideline, like yelling at McCabe, like "Vamanos"? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, Dominos. I'm gonna eat <laughs> Okay, well, I didn't say. <laughs> Pasala su pelota. <laughs> uh, we need, we do need audio of Hugs screaming at the officials. Do you think though? he was? Yeah, so there was, there, there was that, that would be comical. I feel there was mira, no court, mira aquí, there was, mira. There was no court audio, so that would have been great if you could have heard that. Like, there was how no- do you say, are you effing kidding me in Spanish? <laughs> right. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm sure they heard, you know, something to that effect. But I, I also wonder, too, they said the game, they said the last game got pretty testy. There was some shoving. People had to be kind of, you know, like cooled down. I think Hugs got teed up, Guido. No. Maybe you saw that. I don't know. Yeah, I saw it. wasn't Huggins. It was actually um, – Ronnie uh, Everhart got teed up. Oh, he's good for a tee. He got teed up and he got kicked out and then he refused to leave. <laughs> and 
and then they kept playing again. They went back to play. They They're went like, back okay, to play. whatever. It was okay. like there was. It was. It was like the Wild West of of college basketball. It was pretty entertaining. Sounds so. pretty. Organized. Where's he gonna go? Yeah, right. He doesn't know where he is. Well, and it started get. It started getting. I know this is getting. <laughs> you gotta little, leave the getting, arena. Getting okay, where do I go? Uh, so he got teed up and things got a little heated and Huggins was yelling. And then Shane Lyons, you actually see Shane Lyons, who's the athletic director for West Virginia right. that was right. on the trip as well. Shane Lyons gets up from his seat and he like walks over and then is like standing on the side of the uh, of like the coach's table, like which was like basically a folding table with like these two Spanish ladies <laughs> and a clipboard. <laughs> Did they have the flip but, score? Uh, Did they have the flip chart? Yeah, yeah like, the flip score. Like the and, equivalent uh, of what I see at a uh, middle school volleyball. Yeah, and game I was like, this is the weird. It was just so weird to watch. It was, and I imagine it's like this for uh, it. It just seems very disorganized. I imagine it's like this for every college that's going out there and doing this. But I thought it was really interesting. I, I you know, it, I, I'm definitely. I said this to uh, my wife the other day, which is I'm definitely at that point where I'm kind of getting tired of baseball and I'm just ready for another sport. To yeah, kick if in. you were watching that, that tells you you're really ready for for some well, new season to kick in. For being sports. a fan of the baseball right. team, you're a fan of. Yeah, well, you true. were ready for you, some other sport. Uh, Scoot, Scoot beat me. Yeah, Scoot beat me to the punch, but. Hey, listen, Scoot, you're not in any much better position That's than I am true. this year either. Very true. <laughs> Our or my Orioles and your Pirates are not doing so well. So we'll we'll old hang brown, on. Oh, brown hair and the boys—they're still doing fine, by the way. <laughs> Is it going to be bad when uh, it, when the postseason the Athletics are in and our and the Pirates and the Orioles are? I'm out. Just We're going to have to on listen. The cusp. They're on the cusp of a wild card. It's like the whole month of, if they get if they go deep the whole month of October we got to listen to Johnson talk yes. about the athletics. I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let Scoot know, especially. It's gonna be painful. It's gonna be painful. I'm gonna give I, him live look in at brown hair. I hope that if <laughs> brown they brown hair playoffs, and mustache. I'm gonna keep him updated on brown hair. I hope hair they and get uh, video footage of the sewage leaks from <laughs> Oakland <laughs> Alameda <laughs> Stadium, County Stadium. <laughs> All right, well, listen, let's take a break. We'll come back with uh, Bluff the Fluffs, where Johnson is just destroying yes. Scoot. Uh, so, yes. uh, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on Tob Radio. Welcome back to Tob Radio. Uh, don't forget, check us out online, tobradio.com. That is sort of the hub where you can find everything out about us. You can get to our Twitter. You can get to our Facebook page. You can see what uh, Scoot's thinking about. So uh, just check it out. Cheese. Go to Tob, Tob I'll, just Radio. I'll just tell you right now, it's cheese. It's cheese. It's cheese. All right. So uh, listen, so we uh, last week, Johnson beat Scoot in mascot uh, slash nickname sport. Yes. Uh, college Which nickname is ridiculous because I knew all the answers except for the last <laughs> and, uh, one. Except for the last one. Except for the one that counted. Is it even that one? The one that made, the one that was the multiple uh, the, choice where I eliminated one of the good options for Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So Johnson now leads Bluff the Fluffs six to four. And uh this week I thought I'd go back to something that's kind of topical in a way. Uh uh, you know, in the news, in the NFL, uh, Antonio Brown and Tom Brady have both been complaining a lot about the new helmets that are out this year, and everybody's complaining about how the equipment's not right. 
you know, AB's like he's not going to play because he doesn't like his helmet and he wants his old helmet. Tom Brady I didn't, was. I didn't know TB twelve's been complaining. TB TB twelve was complaining. He's like, I'm trying to get used to it, but it just doesn't feel right. He goes, I don't understand why the league made this change, and uh, he was chirping about it yesterday in the press. Uh, so I thought that maybe this week what we should do is uh, talk about some sporting sports equipment. So. This week's Bluff the Fluffs is about sports equipment. Anything, right. that, anything right. that kind of has to do. But it's listen, guys, we're not talking about bats and gloves and and, and pigskins here. We all know that stuff. This is we're going a little deeper here. We're going. To, oh we're gonna, boy, we're going a little deeper here. So it's 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 about anything. It's about uh, any so sort so of. So you're prote- in trouble. I <laughs> protective yes. wear. Every about, week you tell me you're in trouble. So uh, so I'm waiting on you to make a jockstrap comment. I can't believe you haven't made one yet. I'll be honest. You've always been an athletic supporter. <laughs> if you can't be an athlete, Johnson, be an athletic supporter. Yes. Uh, that's a, a, a guy I knew once used to say that all the time. Um, <laughs> if you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. There's a little inside joke for you Fairmont, West Virginia people. All right. Um, anyways, this is a guy sound the like fluffs. that. Yeah, that's how you sound. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, Guido, what are you doing? Get in here and uh, make me my coffee. Um, <laughs> so here, here's the here's the rules. Uh, a uh, correct answer is worth five points. A steal is worth ten points. We had a random, completely random flip of the coin before this this evening's uh, uh, challenge, and Johnson came out on top and gets to go first. So Johnson. Boom. Here's your first question. All right, let's go. Spats, spats are used over what most commonly in soccer? And I this is a multiple choice question for you. Is it elbows, knees, undershorts, or cleats? Spats. Spats. Um, that sounds like. I, I honestly have no idea, but it, if I had to just make a guess, it sounds like maybe the shorts you would wear under your shorts. That's incorrect. Spats are, do not go under your shorts. Uh, Scoot, most commonly in soccer, spats are used over what? Well, so Scoot, I've are you clear on the wear anything? Are, over the are you clear on the answer choices for the worst question in the history of Bluff the Fluffs? Are you yes. clear? <laughs> Spats. Uh, well, I've never seen anyone wear anything over their knees or elbows, so I'm going to go with cleats. That's correct. They uh, go over your cleats, commonly used when players are playing in AstroTurf surfaces to help keep the skidding down from the rubber parts of the shoes on the bottom. So that's what spats are. Oh, I interesting. Know. I learned so. something. All right. So that's uh, that's uh, 10 points right there for Scoot, right? Boom. There you go. Ten yeah, points. Scoot, Scoot jumps out to a big lead. This one, this question, this question is for Scoot. Scoot, a snickometer is used in which of these sports? <laughs> is it rugby, joke telling, cricket, or archery? Well, I think when I'm uh, measuring my snicks, I uh, with my snickometer. <laughs> I'm going to do that in archery. Is it a snickometer? What was that again, Scoot? I'm going to do that in archery. That's incorrect. It's not archery. No, a snick. It, well, considering that the, yeah, it's it's a snickometer or a snickometer. Yeah, I mean, it's not a thermometer. It's <laughs> yeah. probably not a snickometer. Well, when I was either. doing my research today, everything I heard was snickometer was what, uh, <laughs> I like when I was it. doing my research. Yeah, well, I like, I'm going to go snickometer. 
Okay, so you're, you Scoot selected archery, which was incorrect. Uh, so uh, joke telling, rugby, and cricket are what's left. Um, cricket is a fascinating and confusing sport to me. So I'm gonna say we use a snickometer in cricket. That is correct. Correct. A snick snickometer is used in cricket. <laughs> it is. It is to actually analyze the sound when the batter swings swings the bat to see if it hits the ball or if it passes the ball. So they use this special meter to to do that. Measure your so snicks. That's, that's it, to measure your snicks. So there we go, Johnson. Scoot, how Scoot, How points. do you how do you think the gentleman who used Tutter would talk about? The snickometer. Blimey, mate! You got only three point oh on a snickometer. <laughs> See, that is why it's snickometer right there. It's probably made out of aluminum, right, Scoot? It's a snick- like an aluminum the- snickometer. <laughs> aluminium, you mean, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I still feel like you're putting the emphasis on the wrong <laughs> syllable. All right, so so good job, Johnson. You tie it up right there, ten to tied ten. Up. And we're coming back to you with a question here, Johnson. Uh, A shock stop, a shock stop is used in which sport? Football, NASCAR, PBA bowling, or tennis? Oh, man. I feel like I could see the need for a shock stop in any of these sports. Um, (laughs) A shock stop. I'm gonna go with um wow, this is a tough one, Guido. I'm gonna go with NASCAR. Ugh. That is incorrect. It is not NASCAR. Scoot the question back to you. A shock stop is used in which sport? Tennis, football, or PBA bowling? Those are your three options. Tennis, yeah. football, or PBA bowling. I would have said, uh, I think that was a good guess by Johnson. Um, the shock stop, not, well, some people might want to think, uh, like Johnson likes to wear the Nike shocks, so he would think maybe tennis. But I'm going to go with uh, PBA bowling. You would have been correct with tennis. Tennis is the correct answer. It is, and I didn't know this, it's the little things that they put in the rackets. It's to stop the shock from hitting the ball in your hands. It's those like little spongy (coughs) plastic things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Wow, interesting. Interesting indeed. Wow, we're getting into we're getting into like aglet territory here. Yeah, I know. All right, Scoot, this question is back to you. All right. Golf has been around Scotland for centuries. We centuries, know that. Yes. What were the first golf balls made of? Were they made of rocks, animal bone, sheep's bladder, or wood? Well, that's a good question. Um, of course it is. I I'm we only go say, for good questions here, Scoot. I'm going to say the first golf balls were made of sheep's bladders. Incorrect. They were not made from sheep's bladders, Scoot. That's they'd just, be like Nerf That's just balls. disgusting. Yeah, well, maybe they'd, they'd be get like hard. the worst. Maybe they hard they'd be like, I don't know what a sheep. They'd be like when the, was the worst. Last time Nerf you handled ever. a sheep's bladder. I mean, I haven't. But <laughs> oh, exactly. Especially not on a golf course in Scotland. <laughs> 
Uh, I it's a sheep's bladder. Um, <laughs> I have lost me sheep's bladder. Why am I talking like this? <laughs> Scottish accent. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I've All right, lost, Johnson. So I've it's lost uh, my sheep's bladder. <laughs> How would Sean Connery lose his sheep's bladder? Who's I the man you. now, dog? <laughs> I'm gonna say so. Wood feels like the obvious choice, but don't 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 buzz me yet. So, I think that would be a poor choice in bad weather. So I'm gonna go animal bone. Good. I'm sorry, that's that's incorrect. Wood would have been the oh, correct answer. Come on. They chiseled wooden balls and hit them <laughs> in uh, Scotland. <laughs> they, they did not. They did not use the sheep's bladder. Come on. <laughs> Hitting wooden balls. Uh, All right. <laughs> back back to the meter questions, Johnson. This question is for you for five right. points. A stimp meter is used in which sport? Which sport? A stimp meter is used in which sport? Swimming, competitive tree climbing, Major League Baseball, or golf? A stimp meter like stimp like p stimp s t i m p stimp meter stimp Stimp meter where would i need to meter my stimps scoot (laughs) um let's see where where would i be metering my stimps i might be doing that in the pool ah no swimming is not correct so uh Scoot back to you for stealing for 10 points. A stimp meter is used in which slow moving sport? Competitive tree climbing, golf, or Major League Baseball? Uh, I'm going to say golf. We measure stimps in golf. We do measure stimps in golf. A stimp meter is what measures, it's a device that measures the speed of the greens. So that's what a stimp meter is. Oh, of course. Johnson, I hate to tell you this, but Scoot's up 20 to 10 right now. A uh, a decisive a decisive lead. That's right for uh, for Scoot. And this question also also known as one answer away. So <laughs> fire away. This uh, question is back to you, right, Scoot? So his question is yes, to you. Mike, it's me. Tennis balls. I don't know if you know this, Scoot. Yes. Tennis balls were not always a fluorescent greenish yellow color. Which are they? Green or are they yellow? Well, it's like a fluorescent greenish yellow. We'll say greenish yellow. So what year did the greenish-yellow tennis ball premiere at Wimbledon? All right, here are your options. What year did the fluorescent yellow or green tennis ball premiere at Wimbledon? Was it 1971, 1953, 1986, or 1992? Uh, I already think I knew this. I'm going to go with 1971. And the answer is you did not know that. Yeah, apparently you did not know that. You may thought you did, but you did not. I thought I did. Well, uh, maybe I'm thinking of the other yellowish green ball. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, Yeah, right. All right, Johnson, uh, 53, 86, or 92? Like like many other good things, uh, this debuted in 86. That is correct. That is what other great what, things what happened in 86? <laughs> like, I mean, Karate Kid know, Part I 2, I think, of was 86. All kinds of great mid 80s things. Back to the I mean, Future? Probably, 
<laughs> I think that was 86. Yeah. I mean, come on. We were fighting terrorists at the parking lot of the mall in 86, man. We're getting <laughs> stuff done. We're, we were. Run for it, Marty. It's the Libyans. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're introducing neon yellow golf. I mean, uh, tennis balls. We're doing all kinds of good stuff. All right, all right. So uh, that was a steal. Was that was that not was I was that was a steal yeah, you too? You are correct. We are all back square at twenty. So uh, this question is back to you, Johnson. Yeah. All right. Which major league baseball division or league was the first to mandate the use of helmets for batters? So you got fifty-fifty right here. Which which league? Um, huh. I hate these type of questions. I know, because you get this wrong, it's an easy 10 points for it. Well, I feel like the American League is the innovative side of the baseball house, so I'm going to go with the American League. That is incorrect, Scoot. I'm going to say it was the Senior League, the National League. That's correct. The National League adopted a helmet mandate in 1956. The American League did not do it until 1958. Scoot takes a 30 to 20 lead. That's kind of like like riding a motorcycle in Ohio versus riding a motorcycle in West Virginia. Well, and it's like, yeah, are your heads harder in the American League so you don't need that or something? So it takes well, two years for you to say, you know what, that's a pretty good idea. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, like, and, come on. And, and here's what's funny about it is Little League of America also mandated it in 56. So Little League of America and National League said, hey, we got to wear helmets. And American League was like, you know what, we're good. we just do two more years. And they're like, man, you're well, like my style. Ice hockey. They didn't have to wear helmets until like 80-something, like mid-80s. Right. right. Yeah, that's true. Let me uh, let me hit you with this <clears throat> solid rubber <laughs> freaking rock of a puck, <laughs> like frozen. Yeah, frozen. Or That's this ridiculous or this giant or this giant tree branch wooden stick. Yeah, I would much rather get hit with a baseball in the head. I think than a <laughs> hockey puck. Which one would hurt worse? Goalies used to wear those like thin masks on the, you know. Yeah, come on. All right. So, anyways, here we go. Scoop back to you. And this question, I have to admit, is tailor made for you. So it's good that now you wait, lost. So, so this wait. question is tailor made for Scoot. That's a he golf lost question. A, but that's a golf what's question. The score? It's made. thirty to twenty, right? Thirty now? to what's twenty. This? Scoot's okay. in the lead. All right. Thirty to twenty. Scoot's in the lead. It's good thing that he lost the t- the coin toss because this question, if Scoot doesn't get this question right. I'm going to tell you, he's been living a lie of a life. That's okay. all I'm going to say. A lot of pressure here, Scooty. Okay. Every year, Scooty, in England, Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling Ooh. is where they roll a seven or nine pound round roll wheel of cheese. Yeah, down that a, three times. Yeah, I know. Down a hill while competitors chase after it. Scoot, what kind of cheese do they roll? Is it Gouda? Stitchlinton, Gloucester, or Gruyere? Well, since it's uh, in England, I'm going to say it's Gloucester. And his life is not his life. It's true. He does know the man knows. I know knows, my cheese. Uh, lo- I know my cheese. Little known, little known fact: Scoot will often put Gloucester on his grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh man, he does. He likes Gloucester on his grilled cheese sandwiches. While, Scoot, would you? Would while you, doing a Sean Connery impression, I, I think would I would you, beat the wheel of cheese. Would you run down a hill to try to catch a nine-pound wheel yes. of cheese? Yes. Yes. 
I feel like we need to we need to start a GoFundMe to, to enter get Scoot. Have you ever watched in, these guys do this? It's hilarious. Oh, I watched it the video is today. like my worst nightmare as far as like running. So uh, I've ran and misstepped. I guess I I guess that's what you would say. I tripped and did what looks like what they're doing when they run down this hill. Where you basically are doing like somersault after somersault, not intentionally. <laughs> I and I, like, you would die. I, I would think I broke a die. rib when I was just running on flat ground, and I did that. Because these guys are like they start at the top of this hill, and the one guy lets <laughs> the the master of ceremonies, who is like dressed in white with a top hat, the big cheese, if you will, the big cheese, he the grand the, fromage, he, the grand fromage. He, <laughs> He rolls the wheel, and then like all these hooligans go running after it, and they, they just go like ragdolling. Oh yeah, man, it's bad. exactly! It's like bad. you lose your footing fast because it's not like yeah. a smooth hill. It's <laughs> just like <laughs> boom, boom, boom. yeah, what? it's it's crazy. It's what crazy. happens if you catch the cheese? Then you win. You probably get it. What you, you, you probably get to you get the wheel oh, of cheese. This is the worst competition ever. Oh, it's great! It's phenomenal. I have two broken arms and this big wheel of cheese. All right, that's awesome. So Scoot now has a lead 35 to 20 because he is a real cheese lover. Uh, so I'm proud of you, Scoot. Thank you. Um, Johnson, question back to you. What year did the NCAA rule mandate that helmets were required to be worn during college football games? Was it 1919, 1951, 1942, or 1939? Um... So we're counting leather helmets here too, right? So, yes, because um, uh, because the uh, plastic form helmets didn't come out to like the fifties. So uh, yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, er, is nineteen nineteen too early? I'm gonna go with forty two. Sorry, that is incorrect. It was not nineteen forty two. Scoot, that leaves it to you. Nineteen fifty one, nineteen nineteen, or nineteen thirty nine. Well, I'm going to go with uh, 1951. It's incorrect. It was 1939 they mandated the use of helmets of some sort in college, and NFL didn't mandate until 1943. So, And what go. kind of protection does a leather helmet give you? Nothing. I very mean, little. you look like keeps, you're getting ready to fly it, a plane. It keeps the brains from <laughs> spilling out. <laughs> I mean... What's the difference between you getting on a biplane or you getting on a <laughs> lining up across from the the down tackle? I mean, are like, you flying a what's the difference? Sop goggles, with camel, you know, goggles, or are no you, goggles today? Or are you lining on, up Ace. at left guard? You could. Let's the only go. way you could tell the difference is if somebody had a scarf. <laughs> are you? Don't hit him. Why He's do the pilot. Scar- like a, are you does your fighting? neck get that cold when you're in a biplane? <laughs> Are you squaring off against the Red Baron or uh, <laughs> DN up a wide receiver this week? All right. So, Johnson, you're still down uh, 20 to 35 after that question. And last question goes to you, Scoot, before final bluff. Scoot, in what sport is a D pole used? A D pole used. Is it javelin, pole vaulting, baseball, or lacrosse? I'm going to go with uh, lacrosse, the old D-pole. That is correct. A D-pole is what they call the long pole or a defensive player's uh, scoop or what do they call it? Spoon. Stick. Stick, Whatever they call it. 
So that's a nice uh, question there, Scoot. Yeah, thank and you. I'm crushing him. You are crushing him. You've got a lead 40 to 20, but that doesn't mean Johnson's out because it's time for final bluff where it's worth 25 points to the correct answer. And let's hear your guys' buzzers. Scoot, what's your buzzer? Honk, 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 honk. I don't even know what that was. It was a series of very uncomfortable honks. (laughs) (laughs) And Johnson's got his old... All right, guys. (laughs) I don't think you went seven there, Scoot. That I, I doesn't give it feel a official. Honk, honk, I feel- honk, 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 honk. Oh, that's seven. <laughs> that was seven right there. Yeah. It had a little bit of, uh, I don't know what I want to say. Like, your honks were on Broadway there, <laughs> <Right>. I feel <laughs> like. It's like Willy Wonka of honks is what it yeah. sounded like. Great. All right. Final question. Final bluff right here, guys. The athletic supporter or the jockstrap or cup didn't become popular in athletics and sports until the 1920s, but it was invented in the 1870s for these working class men. Was it A, Wells Fargo delivery men, B, coal miners, C, bicycle delivery boys, or D, steel workers? Honk, 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 honk. I lost. I lost count. I gotta be honest with you. I lost count right there. Uh, Scoot, what's the correct answer? I, I'm gonna say the correct answer is uh, for the young fellows that were uh, riding on the bikes, the, the bicycle delivery guys. That is correct. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was gonna guess. Yeah, so it was bicycle delivery boys in Boston who were riding on cobblestone streets. Oh, oh man. man, it's a little that's... little rough. A little rough on the boys, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) A little rough rough on the boys while you're riding on those cobblestone streets. You might have have, uh, worn what I thought in question one to be, what did I think those things, what was it called, spats? Spats. Spats. They needed a pair of spats. (laughs) They needed a pair of spats with with their athletic supporters, their cobblestone athletic supporters. Scoot, congratulations, 65 to 20. That's a domination decimated johnson this oh week. my god it's does it feel scoot does it feel good <laughs> does it feel good after a four week slump to well, come back we all know that that mr johnson would have like he would have in our production meetings would have put uh, the old bluff the fluffs on the cutting room floor yeah if uh, i had kept winning so um i gave him a little reprieve i said okay i'll play the game i'll I'll kind of, you know, fall short in the end. I'll I'll play it up, act like I'm upset. Oh, how'd you beat me? That kind of thing. So that's what this was. And right, we well, finally well, are just back to what it normally is. I, you know, it was kind of uh, like letting, you know, your little nephew or something win. That's what I've right, been doing. Yep. Yeah. Ha- hashtag, hashtag up one. Hashtag up one. I was going to say what it normally is, where you're losing to Johnson by one. Is that what it normally is? <laughs> no, is that what you're, no, no, that no, you're no. getting at? No, no, no. All right. Well, congratulations, Scoot. It's now six to five. Johnson still has a lead over Scoot and Bluff the Fluffs, and we'll see how it goes from here. Folks, we're going to take a break. We'll come back, uh, and we're going to talk uh, a little bit of esports with you. You know, if you like to play the video games, get your thumbs on the sticks. So we're going to talk a little e- Fortnite when we return on Tob Radio.
Welcome back to Tob Radio. I'm Guido along with Scoot and Johnson. Don't forget, find us on Twitter. I'm at Tob Guido. Scoot's at Tob Scoot. And Johnson is at Tob Johnson. And those are O's. Or those are zeros, not O's. So he's a zero. Use the zeros. Uh, Scoot, a guy won a kid. A guy, not even a guy, right? He's a kid. He's like a 16-year-old kid. kid. Yeah, I don't... I don't th- yeah, I don't think he's he's even reached guy territory yet. Yeah, right. Like he's probably he's old, he's barely old enough to drive. Uh, he won three million dollars playing Fortnite. That's crazy. Yeah, well, he can drive a three million dollar car now. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, what? I don't. What is this Fortnite? These kids are addicted to this Fortnite, man, and they now they're winning three million dollars playing it. I need to. It's... I need to check my life. Like, what's going on? <laughs> It's crazy because, um, you know, when I was playing Tecmo Super Bowl, I never thought that I could make money from it. Oh, man. Great game, though. Great game. Great Great game. Contra. I mean, how amazing would life have been for us as 12-year-olds playing, you know, Contra if you could win $3 million? Well, I... I think that was like our our like far fetched dream at the time, right? That you would ever make a um, occupation out of just playing video games. It is not only a reality now, but it is a extremely well paying, lucrative yeah, reality. I mean, Johnson, you were saying uh, in the break there that uh, like some of these like not only the kid that won first place got three million but like the guy who won second place got what one and 1.5 million yeah so we're focusing on and as we should you know he um so the kid and did we even did we even say the the young lad's name Booga? so Booga? That's, Booga? that's his i think that's his nickname it's kyle Gearsdorf. he's in pennsylvania um, we're focusing on him because he won three million dollars in this most recent tournament that featured uh, Fortnite. Is what they were playing. What you might not know though is second place won one point eight million. Jeez. Third was one point two. You, I mean, it, a lot. So there was major money involved all the way down through this tournament. Tenth place won two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. I'd take that. I'd take that. I'd be all the okay. way down through. So. 11 through 50 won 150,000. If you placed 16 through 20, you won 112,500. If you placed 21 through 100 in the competition, you won $50,000. That's nothing. That, that is so here's major, my, here, major, major cash involved. Here's my question for you, Scoot. This kid, 16 years old, just won $3 million. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Booger. 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 Booga, uh, <laughs> just won three million dollars. Do you think he pays off his parents' mortgage? Do you think uh, he like? I don't know. Probably not. Wait, wait, his parents' mortgage. He he's from Pennsylvania. Doesn't. His parents' mortgage is probably under two hundred thousand dollars. Like, he, well, and can I just make a super old guy statement here? <laughs> like, when you're sixteen. You have you already have no concept of the real world, and then someone told you you ha- now have three million dollars. Does that just it just dawns on me that it just exacerbates the notion that this kid doesn't even understand probably what he has in his three million dollars. Well, here, here's my thing. So this kid's sixteen. He's become this epic, uh, you know, famous, world known Fortnite player because his parents bought him an Xbox or whatever and let him play the game like he should pay off like would let me ask you this scoot if uh one of your kids grows up to be a professional athlete 
Would you expect them to buy you a house or pay off your mortgage? Uh, well, speak I mean, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. You've put a lot of time. You've put a, you yes. you spent money to to have them go to the basketball camps. Yes. You've you've been there to nurture, Where's and mine? nourish them. Where's mine? Where's, where's, where's daddy's? Payback? Yeah, right. <laughs> In that comment, if we were to play that back, you went from, well, like, maybe I'll defend the kid to, you know what, that little thing is right. a lot of cash. Exactly. That's how I feel. This kid better, like, he better, first of all, pay his parents back for the damn $300 Xbox. And two is he better pay off their mortgage. That's ridiculous. Well, and hopefully it's not like, you know, it's kind of... it. It makes me think of when someone wins the lottery and then you hear about them two years later and they've squandered all the money. So, like, right. If, if you're smart, I mean, you're 16, you're sitting on this like Scrooge McDuck pile of money now, you're, you're set, your kids are set, you know, like that's, that's serious dough, that's wealth that's I, now like see, generation changing. You know, I that's feel amazing like, from the, playing a video game. I feel like probably just like my 16-year-old self, he probably – Went to Seven Eleven and bought all the Maxim magazines <laughs> yes. and Jolt Cola he could get. You know, yeah, let me ask you this: Do you think this is the turning point for the family's uh, interaction with the son? In the sense that probably up until these big dollar amounts were flowing into the household, he was probably told to get off his Xbox. Right. So now Stop it's like, well, I, why aren't you practicing? Well, we... Get on your Xbox. What's wrong with you? Don't you want to win more money? Well, in and we don't know, but I mean, he's he's already sponsored. He plays with a team. Like he's probably been doing this for quite a while. For all we know, he's probably accomplished in the bank account territory already right. before he even. <laughs> right. hit who, who are we three, talking about? The three million payout. Booga. 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 I don't know, man. And uh, and so like esports now is just out of control. So you get you can win all this money. It's not just Fortnite. They play um, they play League Call of Legends. Duty. They play League of they, Legends, which is like um, I can best describe it as click your mouse eighty five billion times <laughs> and nothing happens. Like I don't know what you're doing, but you're clicking a mouse nonstop. Well, they play kids. other stuff. I've I've actually sat and watched uh, one that I thought was really interesting. Maybe be, maybe because we're Call of Duty fans, it's kind of in that genre. But they play Counter Strike at yeah, a lot CSGO. of these, and, yeah, right. and it's really interesting to see um, to see how guys play. It's super twitchy. Half the time, I don't even know what's happened until yeah. they kind of until they kind of replay and show you how like how the some, team won. I knew I mean, some high school crazy. guys that played uh, League of Legends, you know, competitively somewhat. And uh, when they were playing it, I would call it clicky clicky because that's all they're doing is clicking the mouse nonstop. I'm like, there's no skill. I can click my mouse a ton. What are we doing? Oh no, that's not how it is. You don't understand. And they would try to they would try to explain to me. I said, "This is the dumbest thing ever. You're just clicking a mouse 30 billion times. I can do that and be half right most of the time." Yeah. Scoop, where do you think you would finish in a Fortnite battle? You think you could uh you think you'd I be mean, top top 100? I think yes. Are we how many are in there? 100? I would imagine, uh, I would imagine no. there's more than 100. I would imagine yeah. there's like a couple hundred. 110, 120. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think I can finish in the top 100. I, I think we need to get – not only do we need to send Scoot to London or wherever, England, to chase cheese, now we need to get him in a, in a – uh, You should uh, – we should do a live video battle. of me playing. 
Yeah. I can just see you standing over at the side, like sizing up the ten guys you got to beat. <laughs> I talk to a get lot of Fifty k. You do talk a lot. I've seen I've seen you play Call of Duty. You talk uh, a lot of trash, no, but you. Uh, my that's daughter. That's a good point, though. That that's a good point, though. What if you finished one oh one? That would suck. <laughs> like, oh. oh, everybody number one hundred got fifty grand, and one oh one you get nothing. You got you got here's like your, a t- here's you your free like t shirt. Yeah, yeah right, you right, got right. like a t shirt. No, well, I got fifty grand. One of my daughters plays Fortnite quite a bit. And yeah. uh, I always get after her, though, because a lot of times I, I'll tell her, you know, hey, your room is starting to smell like a GameStop, which is usually <laughs> not a good thing. Yeah. Um, because GameStops, have you ever walked into one? Yeah. No, I don't think it's yeah. a GameStop yes. thing. I think it's the clientele. They smell horrific. It's like the stalest <laughs> air you've ever breathed in your life. Like, yeah. oh, my God, it smells a little bit. It's got a hint of some body odor. It's got... Uh, Maybe a stale Cheeto. It's now, for, Fortnite, Fortnite is the game where like you have to like survive to the end, right? Right, right. So, uh, so yeah, it's how, a battle. How, it's all battle royale uh, start like so, so stage. They, I think. Uh, they, Which, what, what, what? Uh, Scoot. Yes. What's uh, what's her, like, her, your, your her top finish? Like, has she ever got oh a f- first place? I, I don't know. I don't have enough time to pay attention to watch. I think it's the dumbest. Well, it game sounds ever. like you need to be supporting her. I, I know. For this kind of. You're talking about three million dollars here, man. I get on it. I don't think she's good at it. I don't think, but I don't know. <laughs> um, anytime well, I hear so, battle you're so royale, good. you should train her up. You should I train think her up. of Pulp Fiction with a royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. Um, because <laughs> why does now everything is just royale? Like you play all these video games. Everyone wants to do a royale. Like, can't we just say it's like last person left wins? <laughs> last I don't know, but like we could come up with another word. Like, why does it have to be a royale? Well, I mean, it loses a bit of flair when yeah, you right. go to last person left. Why don't you call it, it like nearly uh, as exciting? A rumble. A rumble. I mean, you could. Yeah, you could. I mean, you a, could. Royal you call it a royale. A royale went rumble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Scoot. We maybe one of our ch- maybe, you know we've got uh, six kids between the three of us, so maybe one of our kids will. Uh, become a famous gamer and make billions of dollars someday but uh, we're going to take a break we're going to come back with everybody's favorite segment hashtag open segment right here on Tob Radio Welcome back to Tob Radio. It's time for everybody's favorite segment, hashtag open segment, brought to you by Tactical Legion Knives. Tactical Legion Knives, they're cut above the rest. Go to Amazon.com and type in Tactical Legion Knives. And Scoot, we've got a promo code. So if you go to Amazon.com, you buy Tactical Legion Knives and you put in, what promo code is it again, Scoot? 25TOB Radio. All one word. T-O-B, capital T-O-B-R-A-D-O. That's not how you spell radio. Man. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's not how you spell radio. Yeah, that's not... All right, so that's the... That's not it at all. So the code, Scoot, is 25 T-O-B-R-A-D-I-O. That's 25 Tob Radio. Get you 25% off on Amazon.com for a tactical Legion knife. Definitely use it. Check it out. Johnson... You've got open segment this week. What you got? Yes, I do. All right. So uh, do you find yourself, let me ask you this. When you think about 
the current technology that you have in your house, do you okay. do you enjoy your flat television, your flat screen television, your yeah, thin sure. television? Sure. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Do you ever harken back to the day where you might own one of the big tube TVs? Tubes. No. Does that does that ever <laughs> the tube cross TV? Your mind? The, the tube, tube TV. The tube. Uh, no. No, you know, I don't I don't miss my I went from Very a tube heavy. TV to a DLP TV. Uh I don't remember the big DLP projector TVs that were huge and then I and then I Which stands for got, what? Uh, DLP stands for don't like playing. Don't I <laughs> I don't I don't remember digital something. Uh Well, if you projector. well if you live in the Henrico County, Virginia area. It's actually it's uh, actually pronounced Henrico County, but okay, let's go ahead. I didn't know that. Is Henrico that true? Ca- Henrico County. Are you ma- I feel like you're just no, making that's that true. Right. Well, lived I lived there. I lived I lived in that area, so yeah. I lived in Henrico Okay, well, County. can you just edit out me saying <laughs> No, say it again. It's n- go ahead. Henrico? No, it's Henrico County, but okay. Okay. Is the H silent? <laughs> no, it's Hen Henrico, like a Hen Rico. Oh, okay. Henrico. Okay. Hen- it's I the Richmond there. area. Yeah. yeah. It's the Richmond area. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay, so if you were well, if you were still living there, Guido, then you might receive a gift from uh, a stranger leaving you a vintage tv set on your front porch in the middle of the night <laughs> is that uh is, is operational like i get a free operational tube tv uh i assume so I'll, I'll i'll go back down through here and see but this article that i came across says uh on sunday morning people living in the henrico area discovered old tv sets on their front porches almost 60 homes got the vintage TVs, according <laughs> nice. to ABC News. 60 of those things. 60. Somebody didn't Think want, about that. Somebody didn't want to pay that disposal, that $10 disposal fee. I mean, you where pay. would you even put 60 of those televisions, so but they distributed them It's got to be multiple people. The, I, I don't know. Listen, and I'll tweet this out, right? Okay, we'll, we'll tweet this out and put it in the show notes, but... Uh, they have um, a, just a terrific YouTube video here. It says doorbell surveillance camera footage captured clues to the origin of the TV sets. One posted on Monday shows a mysterious man wearing what appears to be a DIY head covering resembling a monitor <laughs> placing a vintage TV set on someone's porch so and wait. then stealthily walking away. So, so wait, somebody he had one on his head. He, he had like a helmet that looked like a TV, and he put a TV on somebody's porch. <laughs> yes. It's like a cardboard like, type of like, like homemade do we think he's TV like the, looking. This head, is head like an TV art fairy. school project. This is <laughs> I don't like know. I don't know. I think it's this a TV is, fairy. I they had. Have, I got to tell you, I, in college, I had a twenty-one inch Magnavox. Uh, like tube TV. That yeah, thing yeah, must have yeah. weighed seven hundred pounds. Oh, yeah. Like it was oh, the I heaviest bet. thing. They're like ever. they're like boat anchors. Can they're I terrible. can I can remember trying to lift it and put it on top of the four che- the four drawer chest of drawers that they had at the college. Yeah, and it was like, like I was like this thing's gonna kill me as I'm trying to shove it on the yeah, top. Yeah, you of look it. like you're on a strongman contest. <laughs> like yeah. the Atlas yeah. Stone. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, right. you have to belly it up there on a on anything <laughs> high. You have to yeah. belly those up. Oh man. You cannot rely on your arms. I lived in a third floor apartment when we were first married and um, we had like a 25 inch Phillips TV and I thought I was just going to die getting it up there to the third floor. Those things weighed a ton. And you can remember you, we used to buy those TVs. I think that TV I bought for college, it was a 21 inch 
and it, it weighed a million pounds. And I think it, I think like I saved up money. I think it was like two hundred and fifty dollars. And for like two hundred and fifty dollars now, you can buy like a sixty-five inch Vizio. <laughs> like it's ridiculous <laughs> that you carry under your arm. Yeah, like, right. That weighs like the same as a piece of paper. That's like crazy. I think there are people that would like. When they have their TV sitting on the floor, they will replace all of the flooring around the TV, and they just leave the whatever carpet <laughs> the or whatever. Yeah, the TV stays. <laughs> the cabinet. The cabinet. It's kind of like there. a gun safe. We're just going to leave yeah, it there. Right. We can't move that TV it. Just so, so what I like also in this article, they have a quote from a neighbor. Can I read you the quote? Yeah, let's hear what the neighbor. Has to say. So it says, "Quote: He wants to be known as the TV Santa Claus." Uh, homeowner Jim Brooksbank told CBS affiliate WTVR TV about the unusual delivery man. I can't think of any technology or political point that would be valid here. It's just a senseless prank. And then he says, we got an old tube style TV, 13 inch (laughs) random old television. Maybe he was upset that it was a small TV. Yeah, maybe Maybe he's taking umbrage with it. And Scoot, it does say that, it looks like it's not just one person dropping off these it's old gotta be TVs. They're too heavy. <laughs> it's, uh, so the uh, police <laughs> police told the TV station that it looks like more than one person wearing the television head <laughs> like <laughs> like hat head mask dress. thing is dropping off TVs to the quote majority of homes in the community. <laughs> So that's just the scariest, weirdest thing to me. So, oh man, I see it. I just looked up the picture of the dude dropping the TV off at the. Uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. That is that is too good. He's holding. He's carrying a so, TV, and his head looks can like. Can you a TV. be arrested for that? I mean, what could like what did he do wrong? Maybe. Well, I mean, I guess vandalism, yeah, not trespassing, vandalism. and no, I mean it's not. Uh, I don't know, and they don't they don't go on to say what they might charge the person with. I I really don't understand. I guess like, I it's know maybe you know you... like disturbing the peace or something. I don't know. Is it a hate crime? The, uh, like I hate new George technology. What? I hate yeah, I hate new technology. <laughs> so I'm going to give you this old piece of junk. It says it's not the first time though. It says Do they work. Uh, These in, TVs work. I, it doesn't say. It says in 2018, more than 20 vintage TV sets were left by numerous front doors. No suspect was apprehended yeah. then either. And so this person August. is pretty slick. Every I mean, year, think about it. Every year in August, he's like the TV fair. <laughs> he collects like all year long. He collects, he, he collects all year long. You get like a back to school television. This guy is my hero. I. This is awesome. This is a, ge- a genius idea. I yeah, love I it. don't know whether to be disturbed or just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, I, I think know, you but, need to just enjoy it for what it is. It's somebody who came up with a crazy idea and now they're implementing it every august like clockwork and it's genius and the person's probably jacked right i mean can you imagine carrying that's 60 just, tvs that's a lot of tvs that's a lot of that's that's a lot of that's a lot of 700 pound tvs yeah yeah that's a lot of workout <laughs> so anyway i just the people i'm sure we're laughing at it i'm sure the people in uh how did you tell me to say it henrico henrico very good um i'm sure they're not laughing about it but Anyway. Yeah, I, I think that is pretty crazy. Well, and it'll be interesting to see. I don't know. It it'll be it'll be funny to see if this goes on or if it's like a one time thing. I would think that after you drop sixty TVs off, maybe you've run out of vintage vintage TVs, TVs to di- to distribute. I don't know, but we'll see. No, it's awesome. I think it's great. So, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So another great open segment. Thank you, Johnson, for uh, bringing that on and uh, Scoot. Uh, tell us a little bit about our sponsor, Tactical Legion Knives. Hey, Tactical Legion Knives. 
Don't forget to put in your code 25TOBRADIO. That's 25TOBRADIO. Tactical Legion Knives. It's a family owned and operated company with a focus on heavy duty knives. We love knives and have been in the knife industry for more than 15 years. When you buy a knife from us, you're buying a knife to last. We're a cut above the rest. Tactical Legion. All right, thanks, Scoot. And don't forget, uh, when you are at Amazon.com, use that code Scoot told you about. That's Tob. That's 25 Tob Radio. That's 25 T-O-B-R-A-D-I-O at Amazon.com. Guys, great week, and uh, we'll see you next week. I'm on vacation next week, so I'm going to be recording by the ocean. Guido by the ocean. Nice. Yeah, I, I, it'll be it'll be fun. Maybe a little vacation top radio. Hawaiian little shirt. vacation top radio. Yeah, no, you'd probably know Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> probably not Hawaiian. Crocs t-shirt. May, definitely Crocs. The Crocs uh, make the Croc alert. Definitely Croc Crocs. Alert. Socks vacation. with the Crocs. No socks with the Crocs. Vacation is Crocs and flip flops, man. You going two wheel va- drive or four wheel drive? That's what vacation is. I'm always two wheel driving it with my Crocs. <laughs> I'm a beach croc kind of guy. All right. So listen, folks, uh, don't forget to tune in. And uh, thanks for checking us out. Also, if you get a chance, check out our new podcast. It's called Got Your Ears On. It's a podcast about West Virginia University sports. So check that out, too. And uh, we thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week on Tob Radio. Tob Radio.